0: Havili was magic, the
1: shift on for Crotty. boom, far down you go, Quacket Smith, me oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Draft Rugby, the game they play in heaven. Welcome to the Draft Rugby Show, Season 7, Episode 2. I'm your host Kagi and I'm joined by my fellow Rugby Mad brothers in arms and actual brothers, uh, Harry and Nelson Dale. Nels, we started with Harry last week. So, mate, I'm going to kick to you first. How excited are you for to both preview the New Zealand Super Rugby Pacific Conference? Very, tonight? very
2: good. Thank you, Kagi. I forget since Nelson jumped in last week, I jumped in this <laughs> week. So excited to preview the New Zealand Super Rugby season. Thank you for throwing to me early,
1: mate. Very excited. Excellent, mate. Very good. Uh, and Nels, uh, I've never heard you, you know, I'll, I'll let that slide and keep your tongue quiet. But um, uh, how about you, mate? How excited are you for that and for the draft this weekend? Oh, mate,
0: very excited.
1: A uh, little
0: bit nervous, no prep done. Uh, but that's that's all good. We've got some, uh, I think, interesting things happening in draft this year. And, I mean, it's going to be a completely different competition with the amount of players moving in and out. So,
1: very excited. Very good. And, yeah. Um... Mate, who's uh who's going to be your first draft pick for the year?
0: Um, oh, I'm thinking back to maybe maybe something like you. Is it Jack Dem- Dempsey? No, Jack Debrusini. About I not, see you six, seven. Yeah, if yeah. he's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, not picking Zan Sullivan, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, not Lucky Turner. Probably yeah. Lucky Turner. Player? Yeah, man, you're very good at draft, Craig. Can't believe you won one year. Jesus Christ.
1: That's true. Well, at least it was it was in more recent memory than Nelson, who claims that he won one of the first years about 10, 15 years ago. No one can actually verify The OG, that. mate. The OG. Um, so, anyway. Even my daughter's uh, initials. Well, very good. Let's, let's look, let's get stuck in. Um, yeah, last week we had a we had a quick look at the Super Rugby 2023 um, season and some of the stats. It was pretty interesting to see how the teams and player stats unfolded. Um, and then we had a look at previewing the Australian Conference and all the Aussie teams. Um, and so tonight we're moving on to where the fantasy points are scored, the New Zealand conference. Uh, we're going to go through each team. We're going to look at um, new players in, players that have left. We're going to look at uh, new hot shit. Who's going to have a breakout season and kind of where we think those teams are going, what what the kind of season those teams are going to have and where they're going to rank in, um, in the competition. So um, before we get stuck into each team, let's start with looking back to our, uh, top fantasy player predictions from 2023. We saved some of that from last week for this week. Um, the the New Zealand conference slash whole competition. Uh, Nels, do you want to take us through um, your fantasy top fantasy player predictions for 2023? He's, he's muted himself. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ,
2: how? that's the best best thing he's ever done on this podcast. I had now.
0: Look, I, I wasn't ready. I, I I thought we hadn't didn't have these guys. The, the detail you've done to to pull this out from from last year, man. I, apparently, I had Artie Sevilla.
2: No, you, you, Nelson, you are the worst. All right, so <laughs> for the whole competition for New Zealand, Nelson had Will Jordan, then Kurt Eklund, then Tavita Nawa. Mm-hmm. Very good. I think they were right up there too. Will Jordan finished in fourth. Yep. Yeah. You have Kurt Eklund was nowhere. He didn't even start for the year. And then Tava Nawai was, geez, he was, he was about 13th or so, I think, as well. So, not pretty bad. good. Not bad. Yeah. Carnegie went uh, Lester Fayanga Anuku, who was sixth. He went Cody Taylor, who was, uh, I don't think he was, he was like about that. 14th, I think, 12th maybe. I think he was just above Tava Nawai. Mm. And then Damien McKenzie, who was about 15th. I think he was just below wine I went Richie Moe, who had a quiet year. I think he was about 10th or so. Ardi Severe who was third. And uh, Salisi Rayasi, who, who was he? He was a bit further down last year, wasn't he? he was just, oh, no, he wasn't. He was just below dmac Sean Stevens, Satutu and Rayasi, so about 16th or so. So, geez, we we're, we're thereabouts. I mean, let's be honest, none of these were particularly exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so wine.
1: That's insightful. That's true. There's no real shocks to the system there with those ones, but no, it's very good. Um and Nels, you know where we're looking now. Do you want to take us through the um right. the Aussie the Aussie teams? Yep. What where we I can tell you where they came. I've got it in front of me. Yeah, okay.
0: I'm I'm switched on. I'll I'll say the names and Harry can say where they're coming, uh, where they came. So we go for Bakagi first. He had Angus Bell. He was about a hundredth, I think. <laughs> yeah, he didn't that did very not go well. <laughs> Vinaya, Combozi. The boss uh, man. Did did not play.
2: He was yeah. <laughs> uh, being dishonorably
1: discharged. So did two leave. Of you both like play a combined ten minute ten minutes, and, and then, and then, then because, because I because I had those two, I went for my safety and enjoyment pick in the third one. Uh, Nemanja Nodolo. I just searched his
2: name on our list, and it says cannot find. Oh no, there he is. <laughs> He's ranked three hundred eighteenth in the overall
1: competition. I don't know where that puts him in just Australia, but it's low. Well, maybe it's just I was hoping that he was going to come back and have a crusader like season for the Tars on the week. Hey, but um, your anyway.
0: your team got to combine eighty minutes in the season. No points.
2: Tell you what, Nelson's your first one here is as a pretty solid Smokey.
0: Yeah, take Martin no, came fifth in the Aussies. It's huge. Okay, uh, Manassa Matayeli. He was way down. He was very disappointing. Mm. Good, but obviously not great. Um, and, and vota, Apostolome Votta.
2: Also just disappeared from the face of the he, earth very he was so
0: good there. the year before. Yeah. I
2: don't know, that's upsetting. He didn't like, in his inner. All right.
0: Tate McDermott. He let, he let up last year.
2: Surely we've done something there. Tate McDermott, I can confirm, was twenty-fifth.
1: Right.
2: Wow. Harry Wilson was uh, I don't know, I've given myself a rough go there. Harry Wilson was sixth. And Tate McDonald was 13th. And Lockie Lonigan was eighth. So at least one of
1: us know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Mark knowing <laughs> correct. That's, that's good from Harry Wilson. What was it last week? We we had the, he had the most carries in the whole competition, remember from looking at the stats. So yeah, that's it's a good shout from him being up there. All right. So look, we got some work to do with our um our predictions for top fantasy players of the whole comp. But um there you go. Uh then we also did uh we picked some smokies from each of the, the conferences. Uh in prior to the 2023 season. So we picked from the Aussies and uh, New Zealand Conference. Um, I picked the baby Thor, um, Zane yes. Nongol. I thought yeah, he had a 17-point average. He did. He did not come through and replace Tupo uh like I was hoping he would. I'd just be half of Tanyal Tupo We didn't quite get there, but um, that was me. Harry, who did you pick? Chase Teatia had a 23-point average, not quite what I was hoping for a return. That's it. You thought he'd be doing all of the carrying for the entire <laughs> 100%. season. 100%. Uh, and Nelson, you picked a uh, fairly good shot. I'm not sure where he ended up, but Monty Iwani. Monty had a 30-point average, so he he didn't he dropped off a little bit, but he was very good for a lot of the season. That's not bad. Nelson wins that one for sure. He did. And what did he have last week? He had, uh, he had the most offloads, I think, in, this, in the whole Super yes. Rugby Pacific yeah. season. Surprising. Stuff.
2: That was very surprising. And yeah. also the most non-attempts and tackles, I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs>
0: why he
1: didn't miss any tackles. He, he just stayed his, away. He his fantasy gold that way.
0: That's yeah, yeah we don't mind that's that. That's too hard. I'm not going to touch him. <laughs>
1: um and then all right in the Kiwi teams, I picked um, and if you're listening on along to us, you can of course catch us on YouTube where you can see our wonderful uh background images we have. Um, but I of course have Peter Lackey is my background image today, and I picked him to be the Smokey from the New Zealand conference. He had a 22-point um, average. 22, he just made he didn't get off the of game time. Uh it was a the problem there. But um uh, Harry, who do you pick? Uh, Mark Talayer, I have down here, seventy-three
2: point average. That's a pretty good smoky.
1: Yeah, mate. How is he a smoky? Um, I don't quite understand this. Leading on into Nelson's Nelson. Mushroom. Nelson, what did you have? <laughs> uh, a great smoky and Artie Severe, fifty-four <laughs> point smoky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Geez, Nelson. Uh, I nailed those uh,
0: ones. I'm here. Yeah, we're very good. Questioning. <laughs> The research in here. Surely we I, did not pick these guys as Smokies.
2: I don't think we wrote it down. I think we just said it and we didn't go back and listen because Gargi didn't do his own work. So I just wrote them in. Oh, that's <laughs> it.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Very good. Yeah, no, I right. wondered where they came from. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Smokies, of course, we were just arguing before the pod. We were trying to talk about who we we're going to pick for this current season. And we are saying Smokies should be players you've barely heard of, um, should have less than 10 caps that are you know we think this could be their year. So um, we'll get to that for the 2024 season after we finish previewing the teams. Um, All right. Do we have any news slash corrections um, from last week's pod before we get into the Super Rugby 2024 season? Uh, Sorry, into the New Zealand conference season. Anyone? No.
0: Anything we wanted to add? So yeah, um, the Caleb Munts injury is still out at the moment. So Valentini looks like their starter. Which one of you boys did the Ndrua last week?
1: It was me. It
0: was me. Did you uh, yeah. did you have did you have Munts of Valentini starting? I I'm pretty months. sure we had
1: Munts. We thought yeah. Munts based yeah. on he the. Forgot program. about his ACL injury just before the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. When he was looking so we.
0: The... Yeah. This is just a bit of a PSA to anyone out there that listens and went, oh, Kagi knows what he's talking about. He doesn't. <laughs> Do not listen to Kagi.
1: Well, yeah, so, so for this year in the Druah, there's obviously Camu Valentini, um, who was there last year, kicked some of those great goals. And then they have a new youngster, um, Ravula, who um, is supposed to be a bit of a prodigy. Um, could be good, but he, you'd expect Camu Valentini, to his jersey, to lose and to, to play significant minutes, you'd think. So, yes. Yep. Yeah. And then was there a, there was a signing, another signing, Nelson.
0: Uh Yes, the Western Force uh, signed a 33-year-old ex-Crusader uh hooker, who would that be, Harry?
2: Ben Fennell. He's got 92 caps for the Crusaders, which immediately makes him by far their best hooker, I think. So throw everything that Nelson said about his terrible hooking picks out the window. Ben Fennell for prayers. I think they just should just make him captain now. <laughs>
1: Uh, legit not a bad Smokey there. That's, so
2: just pick ben that's some signing. That is some signing. I oh. can't understand why they
1: picked him as an outside back because they didn't have any others. <laughs> was that is some signing. I was about to say, what was the one thing we said last week? Was that they need some outside backs? Um, yeah, but, so they picked a hooker. That's it. To <laughs> be fair, I think yes. they just signed anyone who was available. But um, no, good on him. Um Excellent. All right. So, uh, yeah, if there are, is any more news in our uh, or corrections, we will um, bring them to you as as we see more things. Harry has been working hard on the Casualty Ward, um, the, our comprehensive list of kind of all of the Super Rugby Pacific injuries from all of the teams. Uh, we wish all the teams would post more detail for us to make that job easier. But um, at some point, we will put that up on our blog so that you can see the list um, coming into the season which will be good and we have been pretty good. Harry's been very good at updating that throughout the season as soon as he sees things, but also loves people writing in or particularly tweeting at us um, if they find something or an update. Um, It's also really helpful. helpful. So so continue with that. Um, All right, let's get into it. Super Rugby 2024 New Zealand Conference. Let's start with the Blues. Harry, take us away, mate. Players in and out. Right. Um,
2: The Blues, so big, you know, I, I highlighted all the big players out and I've realised that I just highlighted every single player, um, <laughs> which is probably how I feel about the New Zealand conferences in general, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: But they've lost Alex Hodgman, Nipo Lalala, James Lay, all from the front row, which is massive. They've lost Tane Plumtree, James Tucker, Tom Robinson, Big Sauce in the back row, and Tucker obviously in lock. They've lost Bodhi Barrett over to Japan. They've lost Tanielu Talaya to the Highlanders. Roger Tuavasa shek to the game where you're allowed to knock people's heads off. Jacob Radamatavuki nitkins has gone to the Highlanders. And then they've lost the coach, Leon McDonald, to become assistant of the All Blacks as well. For the players in, I didn't highlight every name, so it wasn't maybe quite as one-sided. But they did pick up a big signing, I think, for them, Angus vow for the Chiefs.
1: They picked up Lachlan McWannell from the come, Chefs come, as well. Oh, sorry, come, coming back as well, Angus Tarver, coming back to the Blues, mate. The journeyman, it's been everywhere. Yeah, been it's impressive.
2: been And I think you'll get a lot of game time for them as well. Lachlan McWanall, I think, is a great signing for them, particularly with some injury news I'm going to m- mention shortly. And then uh, the other big sign for this uh, one for me is Vern Cotter, the ex Fiji coach. Um, yes. It's interesting how New Zealand seems to be able to. Bring international caliber (laughs) players to their Super Rugby sides, just slightly unfair to the Aussie sides over here. While we're trying to develop our like first professional coaches and things like that, but um, yeah, he's I think he's a very good signing as well uh, for a backup over there. For them, yeah. Starting fifteen guys, I've got. Offa to Unga Fase, going to get some more game time now that Hodgman's gone. Ricky Riccitelli, I think, established himself as first-choice hooker last year. And then taavau I've got a tight head, should have that all to himself.
1: Isn't that crazy that they've, like, lost, they signed away two All Blacks, but they still have two All Blacks starting, you know what I mean? Like, there's the Blues that's ridiculous. And they lost one the season before as well, right? Yeah. Like, it just can't you
0: know, Anyway,
2: <laughs> yeah. um, the reserve front row, I've got Jordan Lay, who's the Lay that's left. Kurt Eklund and Marcela Renata, who is also excellent. So, I mean, that still looks pretty solid considering the depth I've lost over the last two years. In the second row, I did have Patrick Torpolotu, but he did just break his jaw. So I think he's expected to be out for, like, eight to ten weeks from memory, so it's it's a pretty significant injury. I think you never know. If you go if they go and fix it, I don't know how bad the break was, but often I reckon they come back a little bit faster than that. So fingers crossed it's more like six, um, but we shall see. In the meantime, I've got Sam Darry as their tight head lock, and I think I'm going to push Lachlan McWannell up into the, uh,
1: the starting lock position as well. Hmm. Um, well, nice, of the, nice of the Chiefs to share them around, mate. The Chiefs have, uh, well, well, the Chiefs went from having no locks a couple of years ago to suddenly having all of the locks, it felt like. so. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous last year. <laughs> they just had so, so many of them.
2: Um, and then I think that means that there's probably going to be an opportunity um, for one of the, the young guys, or maybe, um, who's the other one? Uh, Su'a Boa maybe would be the other lock option that I could see. He's, he's obviously kind of back row slash lock, so I reckon they'll push him in there. Um, they used him, they've got, used him in both haven't they um, yes yeah absolutely yeah. Um, and then I've got back row I've got Akira, Yuani, Dalton Papali'i and Hoskins Satutu I think that's probably locked down as their starting side um, I, I think they're going to name their new captain to replace Tupulotu soon which surely it's going to be Dalton Papalei. it'd be very interesting if they don't go that way in my opinion 9-10, okay. um, I've got... Oh, sorry, I should say reserves. I've got Segna and as the, the back other back row options. I think both of them will probably get a lot of game time, particularly now with that of injury to start the season. 9-10, uh, I've got Sam Christie and uh, para franchise, Stephen perifetta at 10, finally being given the keys. Um, Centres, I've got Harry Plummer at 12 and Rico Iwani at 13. Um, I'm really excited to see... Uh, if they do give Corey Evans the 12 jersey, uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in the more things change, the more they stay the same. And we are waiting for these young
1: guys to come through so he won't come through. But yeah, he, he, Can I say he looked really good in that trial match against the Wild Knights, if you watch that? Yeah, he's and he, he's he always man. been really good. I, I know, he, and he was man of the match in that game as well. I did he, see that. So hopefully that's enough to propel him up. But I think, I think something's
2: going to have to fall his way to actually get the start. Yeah. um i've then got caleb clark left wing mark Talea right wing and Zahn sullivan the man that kagi picked as the top fantasy player in the competition about four years ago at fullback
1: a couple of years well, I'll, I'll i'll shoot myself in the foot i'll say i did say uh um, will jordan the next will jordan a couple of years ago uh but uh, may not have yet yeah. and i, I, I think you said it. that two years in a row he probably did. Uh, and then, look, I, I think there's a
2: lot of guys that can make up the reserve bench. I think Knox probably their reserve halfback. Bryce Heem's always going to be that really versatile man that can kind of slot in and out of the – the uh, all across the back line, which makes him just the perfect number 23 depending on the uh, the way they use their bench. They just have a, a couple of other really damaging outside backs that might get a bit of, of time as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they do uh, rotate that around. Like Caleb Tangatau, I think, is probably up for more game time again this year. So we'll just have to watch this space in terms of where that last reserve jersey goes to. Yeah, nice. New hot shit? I've got Corey Evans. He's now 23. He doesn't feel 23 in super rugby years. He feels about 20. He's 181 centimetres, 96 kilos. As I said, I think Harry Plummer stands between him and the 12 jersey, but no Roger to sheik means the door's definitely ajar. We've been talking about him for a couple of years, waiting for it to happen. So I, I hope we get the opportunity to see him. I think he just is going to offer more than Plummer. Plummer's another second playmaker. But if you've got Para Franchise running the, running the show and you've got Zahn Sullivan at 15, I think just Corey Evans maybe offers a bit of a point of
1: difference. So I hope we get to see a little bit more of him. I'm with you. He reminds me a lot of Nankavell uh, from the yeah. Chiefs, the way he plays. And, uh, yeah, they might also need to now, I guess Zan Sullivan is a backup 10 for Para Franchise, but they yeah. might need to put Plummer on the bench to, you know, not, risk losing them both at the same time. And I, I I, back you on the you don't need two playmakers when you've got Parrot franchise running the ship. Yeah.
0: I mean, no one puts both, like, is worried about playing two of their guys in the same position because they'll both get injured by running into each other. But, yes.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to come up with reasons to get Corey Evans on the field now, so, okay, just come on. Fair enough, fair enough. Thank you. I like uh, it. Breakout seasons, guys. I've mentioned them both already. Lachlan McWannell.
2: Uh, obviously, he's had a pretty injury play a couple of years. He's 25 years old. So I think he's he's in that age now where locks start to come into their own. I think we did see a little more from him last year when he was getting his game time in that rotation for the Chefs. Um, I think, I, you know, I said before when I wrote this a week ago, he's one injury away from getting some really big game time. And then Patrick Topolato got injured for 10 weeks. So it's hmm. now. he's a he's breakout okay. season. Lock him in. It's going to hmm. happen first half of the year is his. Uh, and then the other one's para-franchise. like we've been we've been waiting for it forever every time he gets the opportunity he scores double the points of the other fly halves he's the new Richie Mo this year you know there's no new Dmac because he is the Dmac but para-franchise is the new Richie Mo he's going to be scoring left right and center i love him just going down the short side in the trial game to set up a try on the weekend like he's just got that ability that maverick kind
0: of running game as well
1: if he's it says something second.
0: about him is, say, is there something about to... him that he's, he's played 52 Super Rugby Caps and three All Blacks Caps, but we're saying it's going to be his breakout season because he's he's just been shifted around and had other people there and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, that 10 jersey is his own and there's no one to take it off him. So he, he's got full reign of whatever
1: he wants to do there. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, if he's not Harry's second draft pick after dmac um, I'm going to be Speaking very both. surprised and disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Guys, well, I said in terms of their the development from last year and predicted rank. I think obviously there's going to be that transition period losing losing uh, Bowden Barrett, who's obviously just kind of steer them around for such a long period of time. But at least they've got some continuity with Finlay Christie. I think the worry for them is that they have lost a little bit of depth through the forward pack. So particularly from Jersey's four to eight, I think they're, you know, they're probably an injury away from just having a player that's not ready for week in, week out, big minutes in Super Rugby. So, you know, Lachman McGuinald being the uh, the perfect case for that, you know, he may well excel. But they had Patrick Tupolotu there. It's a big step down to the next man. Sam Darry is still pretty young and also has struggled with injuries as well. And it's the same thing across their back row. You know, there's plenty of potential, but not a lot of players where you could say if they were starting week in, week out, you'd look at the side and say, yeah, they're a shoe in to, to kill it um watch them prove me wrong there though um and also i think just you know the, the, the other thing that will hurt them is the leadership i've just lost with double a i thought it was such a big plus that's now I'm not going to be there for a big part of the season luckily playing at half their best they'll still make top four and he'll be there for the business end of the season um but then lastly i think they're just they're, they're damaging their back line it's just second to none like the jerseys. 11, 13, 14, 15, even 10. Like it's just outrageous. So I think any front football, they're just going to kill it and put points on teams. And I've got them down for an expected finish of second place.
0: So I think they're going to have a big year. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Yep. I agree. huge. You mean second out of the Kiwis, right? I mean, it's behind a few Aussie teams. Yeah, because it could be like seventh or something. (laughs) Uh, Love it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I. I, I looked into the Chiefs. There's a, there's a few big outs. Uh, Angus Ta'Aval, Brody Retallick, Sam Kane, Peter Okula, Brad Weber, Bryn Gatlin, Alex Nankavell. Uh, guys we always loved and hoped it came good again. Solomon Alamalor and Nani Punabai. And Harry, you just touched on Lachlan McWannell being a big in for the Blues, but no, I don't count them a big out for the Chiefs. Just for <laughs> reasons you touched on, they just have locked up. Um So in terms of big ins for them... Uh it's it's a bit skint. Ruben O'Neill, Jimmy Tupo, um back in the country, Caleb Trask. So a couple guys you might know there, but uh there's there's not as much as there has been, you know,
1: leaving, that's for sure. Did Caleb Trask uh, what, what did he do? Did he take off last year and then come back again?
2: He went to Honda Heat for a couple of years or something, didn't he? Did he? Uh, I thought he went uh, yeah, last heat.
1: It was only yeah, year Honda. Yeah, right.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, I do remember him kind of being dipping in and out, but obviously, it's pretty awesome to have him coming back in as a backup now. Like that's a, that's someone with some good experience in Super Rugby and around the
0: world, and and yeah, the Chiefs, he, and particularly the Chiefs' systems. Yeah, so he, yeah. he's replacing a, a Bryn Gatland, obviously. So they've still got Joshuani in and around, and obviously D Mac, um, mm-hmm. but to to add Caleb Trush, that's 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 good for your depth. 100%. um if if we go into the the starting side um I've got Ross takiaho and Dyer in my front row with Slater Norris and O'Neill uh on the bench in the locks the uh, hotly contested locks for them for the last few years a, a few things could happen here but I've got Lord that tight head lock by uh and then on the bench I've got Akoi. um I mean Akoi. Could find himself in in a starting jersey. Lord had you know everything going his way before a big injury, and, and Arcoy played good throughout big chunks of last year. But uh, I think Lord takes that jersey back uh, and makes it his own uh, with the the loss of obviously Ritalic. And then in the back row, it really matters on who is the seven. Jacobson could shift to seven. He's played seven there for them uh, and do do some big things in that seven jersey. But uh, I've gone uh, semi penny Finnell at six. Uh, Boshier, Kellen Boshi at seven, and Luke Jacobson at number eight, uh, with Parker uh, on the bench covering a few few sort of uh, that, that back row. Uh, in the halves, I've got Radimer and Damian McKenzie. Uh, then in the centers, Topaya, Anton Leonard-Brown. And then in the back three, Nanai Satoru, Narawa, and Sean Stevenson, Shooter Stevenson.
1: How on good? The,
0: uh, what was that? said, so how good. Yeah, not bad. Right,
1: <laughs> then
0: then on their bench, uh, I've got Orangi as the um, reserve, Yuani and Poi Hippie. So uh, color- really? Yeah.
2: About Xavier Rowe. Xavier Rowe, mate, all day long. Tahurirangi's been bouncing between teams.
0: It's, it's true. I don't know why I've got him above Xavier
1: Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> he should not be above Xavier Rowe. Xavier Rowe is the man. Very good. He's the man for it. Uh, if we go into the new hot shit, I've got Cortez Radema. So 22-year-old, 179 centimetre, 87 kilograms, uh, with Weber leaving, as well as, you know, Smith at the All Blacks. Um, he, he's already played the New Zealand 15 in 2022, Radema. You know, he's got a big future, quite likely in, in, in and around All black squad. So I think it'll be a, a big year for him. He'll nail down, hopefully, that nine jersey um gideon rampling uh 22 year old center 188 centimeters 102 kilograms uh he's a bad luck through injury but he, he really showed when he had the chance and and for the npc that he's he's a very dynamic versatile player very very powerful so if he gets a chance in, in the centers this year um I, I mean there's there's a fair bit of depth but he he's an exciting one to watch and then we've got his his younger brother uh a uh, Malachi uh, Rampling Alec, who's nineteen year a nineteen year old back rower, one hundred ninety two centimeters, one hundred twelve kgs. He was in the New Zealand other twenties, and, and McMillan said with the right support he can be the next Peter or cooler. So that's pretty big wraps, um, but he doesn't want to throw him to the wolves too early. So I wouldn't be expecting him being in there early in the year, but he, he might get a chance.
2: He's already grown two centimeters on the Chiefs website. I got him at one ninety four. Oh,
1: Jesus
0: he's
2: growing <laughs> quick he's growing quick throw to the wolves. and <laughs> two kilos
0: i should say and two kilos i know cargy likes that 114
1: now. excellent love well,
0: that anyone under under 113 is not you know not even being serious so that's good um breakout seasons we've got josh lord um we've touched on he's obviously been held back through through injuries but he's 23 year old lock over two two meters 202 um, and apparently 106 kgs, which I'd be surprised if he's not heavier than that. But he had a meteoric rise in 2021. Um, but then, yeah, he, he's shown that he can be really versatile. He's really good ball in hand and very impressive in, in the line-out as well. If he can remain uninjured, something that he's he's found tough recently, um, he, he's staring down an All Blacks jersey. Um, he's going to get a couple more caps. You know, He's already got two for the All Blacks, but they seem to come you know nice and quick and early for him, and then it's been a couple of years wait for him. Um, and then, uh, Kagi, did you mm-hmm. add someone to this?
1: I did, no, it wasn't me, bud. Or is this you, Harry? What?
0: Oh, no, this <laughs> is me taking the Mickey Shooter Stevenson. Hear me out. This break, breakout season, sure, really? An All Black. Do you think he That's can break out more than last year? Mate, Blake, break out into the All Blacks. This is a classic Nelson pick. Yeah. Breakout, Mate, break Shooter out into Stevenson. the All Blacks. Not super rugby. This guy is an All Black. That's what I thought I was taking the piss. Someone else was taking the piss, but I was taking the piss. Um, development from last year, um, the, the big thing for them is obviously with so many people leaving, you know, Aval, Ritalik, Kane, Pedagas, Weber, Nankervell. can the extended squad graduates plus the the inclusions of Tupo and Tras, can that be enough to negate what they've lost and, and can they go one better than, than last year? Um, this is D macs chance to to nail down the All Blacks jersey um, before you know Barron and stuff come back. So you know now his chance. He, he's going to have to have a big year and step up once again. But
1: I'm I'm predicting these boys to go number one. So do you think we can we can rest assured with the confidence that D mac will just be playing ten all year and not no ten fifteen no this ten fifteen nonsense that we've had in the last couple of years?
0: <laughs> Mate, I, I think he is ten, and then he's only going to be filling everything else if they get. You know, injuries and things and obviously he's versatile so if someone's injured you can shift him around but mate this guy's 10. Harry he'll as, be as playing biggest, 10 most
1: games. As the biggest DMAC fan on the planet Harry is uh is he locked in at 10 all year? Yeah mate he wants he's
2: the All Blacks 10 jersey he's getting it for one year until Bodie comes back so I think he'll play 10. They might move him around but bulk of the minutes at 10.
1: All right I'm just here asking the questions that fantasy managers want mate that's um I'm here for the people. Um,
0: well th- thanks for asking my echo.
1: Very good. And uh, did you? Sorry, you might have said already, but prediction.
0: Num- number one, mate.
1: Number one. Mm. The title year, mate. This is where Diemac gets his ring. Another one. It is. It is. How good. All right. Well, speaking of rings and titles, that takes us on to the Canterbury Crusaders, five times back-to-back champs. Not these so, ones. How Not this good. year. Good. Is it? Is it going to be six?
2: Rob Penney's Crusaders are never
1: one, mate. Never. This is true. They have had a few big players out in the Crusaders, um, but none bigger than Razor Robertson moving on to the All Blacks um, after a pretty impressive coaching resume. We were saying surely he's just going to coach the Crusaders by proxy anyway. I mean, he's got nothing to do for a few months. He'll just be in and around Canterbury, surely. No. Um, But, yeah, big players out. We've got uh, Sam Whitelock. The the old man, the journeyman. We've got Jack Goodhue, Lester Nuku Richie Moanga, Milani Nanai. <laughs> Not sure why we highlighted him, but um, yeah we don't know where Settle Down's gone, but um, we'd love to see him playing at Super Rugby again. Um, but no, they've had a few other players move on. Oli and Ruben O'Neill in the front row. Um, and yeah, a couple of players over to Moana Pacifica and Sione Havili and Pepesana Patofilo. But um, big players in. Uh, Owen Franks has uh, joined them to Add some bolster to the front row. Uh, Revez Raihana from the Chiefs. Ryan Crotty, long-time crusader. Should have looked up how many caps that he has, actually, if anyone can look sure. that up. Uh, but he's come back to the fray after a few years in Japan. Levi Mua from one of the most damaging players from uh, last year's competition from Moana Pacifica has joined them. Calling call him
2: because of the way that he just damages people?
1: Yes, that's, that's I figured. Exactly I figured he did that on purpose. Yeah, Wait, do we thumb
0: down him again, Harry?
1: That's clever. No, that's clever. I like it. <laughs> um, also returning, Manasseh Mataeli has come back from the force. Um, so that's pretty exciting to see him back in the Crusaders' colours. Jeremiah Murray, Lee Halfpenny from Wales, uh, and Rob Penny, as you've already mentioned, the new coach for the Crusaders. Dougie. Yes.
0: Uh, I have a question for you, mate. You, you said um, Sam Whitlock, the journeyman. Um, why
1: did you call him a journeyman? just that he's he's been at one team his entire but he's just like played a zillion he's had a long journey mate he's like he's got to be 40 now he's played that many games um journeyman not the right word just the it's not you know, like the old I, I was just
0: gonna say he's played 185 matches for professional sides guess how many of those have been for the crusaders
1: um well all of them unless they're like all of them
0: Hundred and eighty. He played.
1: He five for the Wild Knights. All okay.
2: right. Journeyman means a worker or sports player who is reliable but not outstanding. It doesn't mean
1: someone that's played for all different teams. Yeah. All right. Well, look. I just I, no matter how it's defined, <laughs> journeyman was the wrong word to use. Then um, that's it just the reason reason. What popped? It Ryan down.
2: Crotty has one hundred and
1: fifty-one caps. To change the topic for the record. for the Crusaders. For the Crusaders. <laughs> wow, okay. So so he's coming back. There you go. Um, so yes, uh, few few big players out. A um, couple of players in. Probably, I'd say the one, the two big biggest players in were Levi Amua and Manasa Um So starting fifteen, uh, this one's pretty simple. Tomati Williams, Brody. Mc, uh, I've said Brody McAllister because Cody Taylor um, is not back until very like later in the season. He's on a bit of a sabbatical. Is he back, we said maybe the finals if, if he's even back for then. Harry, do you remember? It's
2: in a few weeks before playoffs, but Penny's going to tap him on the shoulder every every Wednesday and
1: go, <laughs> About this week. How are you if, they're not, if they're not on top of the table, Penny will start uh, just showing up at his house in the morning. Yeah,
0: yeah. just come to training, mate.
1: Just come to training. We just need um, you to, to hold some tackle bags, mate. Come can, on. Can you do the barbie for us? Just do the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but no, the youngsters in the front row. So the All Blacks, Tommy Williams and Fletcher Newell uh, and Brody McAllister, who had been doing a really good job backing up Cody, McAll- um, Cody Taylor over the last couple of years. Uh, the Locks, Scott Barrett uh, and Quinton Strange. We'll have those positions locked down um, and bolstered by a couple of young locks afterwards. Uh, the back row, Ethan Blackadder, Tom Christie, and Cullen Grace um, should lock those jerseys down, um, which is good. And into the backs, we'll have Mitch Drummond uh, have the halfback jersey to himself, no longer sharing. We would say Fergus Burke in at fly half, but he is gone for the season Um, for with an injury um, I'm going to ask the injury man himself Harry what is Fergus's Burke's injury that has you'd hate to read the his... notes immediately below this team list wouldn't you I
2: he's done his Achilles Achilles yeah it's, I think it was only a partial because they said they're hoping that he comes back after the round seven by in April so it kind of ruptured it but he must have like a small tear in it or something like that
1: yep very good um so I'll discuss well, really Hines is still
2: there as well by the way I'm pretty sure so he, he used is. to get some minutes off Drummond. Hines is a good good player. And they've got Noah Hotham as well, the young nine. Very they do. Good they did. I think
0: Drummond's...
1: Yeah. I, he, he's he's got, got the way out. Noah Hotham is breathing down his neck. Yeah. They're coming for him. Okay. You've got a target on his back, Drummond. I can see
2: you didn't even put a half back on the bench, mate. So you, as
0: far as you're concerned, they don't have another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say... Wait, well, he said oh, oh, Drummond's going to have it all to himself because... Louis Chapman and Joel Lamb are the two halfbacks of the left, so of course he's going to have it all to himself this year.
1: <laughs> Very good. Uh, the backs: David Havili in at twelve. Um, obviously can fill in other positions as well. Can cover ten and fifteen. Levi uh-huh. Moa in at thirteen. And in the back three, I've gone for Maca Springer, Sevu Reese, and Will Jordan. You're cooked, mate. You are so good. Who do you Go think Go be finish your the- bench? Out, then I'll tell you why. All right. All right. Uh, the bench, uh, well, we've got McAllister there, if, but if he's subbing for um Cody Taylor, but otherwise it'll be Bell, um, Joe Moody, Owen, uh, Owen Franks, uh, Zach Gallagher, the the bench lock, Christian Leo Willey providing impact from the bench, uh, and then Ryan Crotty and Manessa, Manessa Mataelli. And obviously, we had just talked about who was the halfback. yeah, half Crotty or Mataelli to cover nine if if. I was about to say, we were talking about halfback, and yes, there's obviously Noah Hotham and Willie Hines there as well. So, uh, very good. Um, no, I was just right. going to say, you're absolutely cooked because of the season that Dallas
2: McLeod had last year, and you left him out of the 23, mate. The guy played wing and centre all year long. They put him in the All Black squad. Good. And you have benched him for Macca Springer, Crotty, and Like Why? <laughs> Why? Why have you done this to Dallas McLeod?
0: Do you hate him? <laughs> Did um, do something to
1: you. That is a fair point. He 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 did play pretty well. Uh and I might have to correct him to a bench slot, but I'm not starting him over over the starters that I've got there. All right. How about we'll we we'll get rid of Crotty from McLeod? Will you will you meet me halfway? I'll I'll meet you halfway. All right, we can have right. that. Um that might have been a minor a minor oversight. Um but that's all right. <laughs> um injuries. Uh Braden Enor out for the season with a knee injury. Um that should what, all but lock in Levi more mm-hmm.
0: it wouldn't out. be a super rugby season without a big injury to um to break an animal, so yeah
2: he's <laughs> that guy's knees nice, man he, he was the fastest guy when he was coming through he's had so many body knee injuries he's just lost that turn of pace but it will be interesting to see if Levi Moore just just own that shirt or if Dallas McLeod can take it from him or I mean should have rights to start
1: there to be honest but I'm not sure that you yeah, get are we Am I, yeah. am I, is my oversight even bigger than I thought? And what we should be saying, Dallas McLeod to be starting at 13 and Levi Amour to provide impact off the bench. I don't know, mate. I, I mean, Amour is just so damaging. It's hard not to name him there. I think I would have done the same as
2: you in that regard. But you got to think he's a he's a decent shout for the 13 jersey as well, McLeod.
1: Yep. No, that's very good. Very good, Chad. Uh, Fergus Burke, we talked about Achilles um, injury. Optimistic he could return. Check the casualty ward. We'll provide updates on how that's going. But that leads us to a really interesting conversation between the new hot shit, uh, who will be playing in the 10 jersey. So Richie Moonga gone, Fergus Burke uh, injured for a a long time. So we have Taha Kemara and um, Rives Raihana, who's come across from the Chiefs um, in the trial match just on the weekend where they ultimately went down to Munster. They both got a half each. Uh, Kemara started the first half. He's been in the Crusaders system for, I think, two years uh, now and um, has been touted as the replacement Richie Molnar, Um You, you is... have a
0: lot of faith in him. You've got him as new hot shit and breakout season. So you, I, do. I do. You I do. want to talk about him.
1: I definitely do. Um, look, the way that they've talked about him, uh, I don't think I've heard them talk up a player in New Zealand Super Rugby for quite some as, as highly as him in, in a couple of years so the the props on him are massive so i do have him indeed as a new hot and for a breakout <laughs> season for uh, uh, and rivers rahana provides really solid support a lot, lot bigger guy can play 15 as well uh, but he had he's a really serviceable 10 at really solid second half the only thing we're talking about is did he lose the his shot at the jersey because uh uh, Kamara made all his kicks in the first half, but in the second half, uh Raihana missed the kick to to tie the match up at the on the on the death knell there. So could be unfortunate for him. Who's uh, your who's your call? Who starts all season? Kamara. Yeah, I think so too. For me. And I'm really excited to see what he can deliver. It'd be good. Um all right, Cody Taylor, as we've said, we talked about his sabbatical. Um we'll see see how quickly Rob Penny can get him to come back. And uh Lee Halfpenny. Who joined the Crusaders just to see what um, a good uh, club team is like? Um, no, that's... I thought it was to see what a, what a Welshman doing the haka looks like. Watch <laughs> me mm-hmm. <laughs> just like alienate all of the Northern Hemisphere fans mm-hmm. by that one sentence, um, and they'll say, "Oh, but they lost to Monster." No, okay, mate, come on, they didn't play all of their best plays. Um, but no, uh, Halfpenny suffered a shoulder injury um, against the, in that game, so um, he—I uh, don't know how long he's gone for. But um... did you do it? Doing the haka maybe maybe he's got really into the haka that's a good I did see him take to the field um but uh, anyway very good um all right so look talked enough probably about Taha Kamara as our new hot shit player for the Crusaders breakout seasons look I've said Kamara and Raihana but you know I'm saying I'm sticking with Kemara and otherwise I've said Marcus Springer I I think that Marcus Springer will be lined up to make that a number 11 jersey his own with Severis locking down the 14 um, who is who's yeah. the threats to that there's of course uh, Manasa Mataeli uh, and there is Dallas McLeod probably would be the biggest threats to that Chayfiaki's obviously been around for quite some time in more of, uh, traditionally he's been more of a fullback but has played some wing as well and he's put on a bit of size you never know but I just think Maka Springer is kind of the next 11 for the Crusaders what do you guys think of that uh, Look, I think you summed it up very, very well. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I, I, I'd say I'd probably echo
2: all of it. I won't add any more because I think I think you nailed it.
0: Nels the same. Yeah, no, I think it's it's a tight tight competition. But I mean, I I wouldn't be overly surprised if we see a fair bit of Dallas McLeod in and around that jersey to get him some more experience and get him on the field. But yeah, um, yeah his his versatility means he's probably the better bench
1: option anyway. Um, and and Maca Springer hopefully gets some time on the on on the wing. Yep, fair. And and otherwise, with Manasa Ellie, I really just see him as a a backup for Severace, You know, in that four, that um, fourteen jersey, I think they're kind of more like for like. So, not saying you couldn't see them both playing in, on both sides, but that's how I see that going. Um, and of course, we haven't even talked about Will Jordan, but yeah, mate, they've got Will Jordan starting fullback all the year this year. Hopefully, he um doesn't have it. We don't have any notes of him having uh, any further concussion issues or whatever. If you remember last year, as fantasy managers, who um. I think Harry had him in his team trying to get him to come Harry back.
0: Harry told us every week it wasn't concussion.
1: It wasn't. He had an inner ear infection or something. Do you, do you remember how, how long did it take him to start playing in the season last year, Harry? Oh, I think it made it really hard for me to make it all the way to the grand final. It took a while. Eh? It took a long time. I think it took about 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it should be it's, uh, everyone in the world's excited to see more Will Jordan. So that should be good. Um, all right. Development from last year and predicted rank. Uh yeah, the big question, I mean, when you're at the top, can you can you maintain that? They have the last five years. This is the will be the ultimate challenge because they've lost Razor Robertson. I kind of think we all feel like no, they can't. Um so it just feels like combined with losing, like maybe if you lost Razor but you'd kept Richie Moe and another player or two, maybe you could get it done. But it it I don't know, it's it feels like this might be the year they, they drop off, or it must be the Chiefs or Blues years. So anyway, um, I see them. I still I still have them coming second uh, in the New Zealand Conference. Uh, Ooh. I I have them Chiefs then Crusades, which is where I think I differed to you guys. Um, so I've got them above the Blues, but we'll see how we go. So, uh, for me, it, the question only question about them is how well will Camera K- do and um Almuwa bring in? You know, they lost a few big players. Is he big enough to come in and absolutely smash it out of the park for them? and that's the crusader. i i had you lined up there we all wanted to see if the penny drops i saw that i chose to ignore it um again i respect that Kagi. i respect uh, that <laughs> i am the best
2: It was really interesting to hear, you know, the feedback from the Waratahs when Rob Penny was there. He really wanted them to play open, expansive rugby, play what was in front of them, attack space, you know, all the stuff that the Crusaders do so well. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the Crusaders go with the game plan that the Tars really struggled to adapt to. Uh, And I dare say that they're a lot better suited as a starting point to play that kind of footy. So I think he should be a bit more
1: successful than he was with the Tars. Where you know I I, um, I liked him. I wished he'd sat around for a couple more years. Mate, he's been handed he, the key, he's been handed the keys to the kingdom, mate. He's been given the Ferrari. It's now up to him to drive it.
0: It's It's been a long time coming, though. I mean, he, he's been involved in the Crusaders. He developed, started his assistant coaching there in two thousand and five. Five years with Canterbury as well. So, I mean, it's he's come full circle, and, and now is his chance to prove what he's learned. Where do you have him ranked now? So we'll come to No, we said that already, didn't we last time? I don't know. I said four.
2: Fourth, Brumby's third. Oh, right. Okay. I went third. All right. The Hurricanes.
1: Big players out again. I think I I could have highlighted all of them, but sorry. I didn't. Just just before you get to that, can we just acknowledge that we've just said the Crusaders are going to have a massive drop to third in the competition? <laughs> <It's just laughs> that like, would be huge. I, I guess for them, just not winning is a massive drop. You know? it's like, yeah, yeah but... I mean, it was hard. I thought they might finish above the Blues. I just yeah, I said I, I said second. You guys said third. So anyway, we're saying it's all over. Four. It's all it's yeah. all gone to shit. They're going to come second or third this year. You know, t- the point t- is, it's t- the Chiefs t- the year, mate. That's that's the yeah, takeaway. Yeah.
0: I do think they could they could be over the the blues, but yeah, I think it's the Chiefs out of the Kiwis or out of everyone. Oh, hold on, we we're about to get to the
2: Hurricanes, mate. Come on, don't jump the gun. Let me see what oh, to Go, all right, big and then Moana. Come on, boys. All right, big players out. Owen Franks. I know we didn't have a huge amount of time, but just what he provides. Dane Coles has been part of the furniture there. Dominic Bird, James Blackwell, both locks from the team there. Uh, Tyler Lubsha, I had big wraps on and Reed Prince, were both very solid. Well, Reed Prince, was solid for them for a long period of time. But Artie Sevilla, mate, come on—the nominee for the best player in the world was the second best uh, fantasy player last year, based off teams that actually players that played a couple of games, at least. Um, just the heart and soul of that team. And how many games did they win when they were way down? And he just went, "All right, boys, I'll just do it myself." <laughs> the amount of times it was just ridiculous. Jamie Booth, I thought, was a, a really good backup half for them. Thankfully, they've got lots to cover. Um, Julian Sevilla, gone to Moana. And uh, Jason Holland, the, the coach, gone to New Zealand as the assistant as well. So more turnover there. Um, coming in, I think big names for me. I had James Tucker coming across from the Blues to cover that lock depth. Brad Shields back from Perpignan. You know, the uh, the evergreen Brad Shields obviously played for England and now has ended up back in New Zealand. I think it's quite a turnaround for him to come back, I'm surprised they let him back after putting a New Zealand jersey on. Um, yes. But obviously they're desperate. Um, hundred caps he already has. <laughs> he has a hundred caps for the Hurricanes, and he is now their captain as well. So that probably tells you where he's standing is in the team. There, um, the he, fact he's back. He's, he's
0: back. New Zealand eligible just just for a bit of fun and spice. Is he? Yeah, is he? He's wiped English off the off the uh, you know out of the history books. That was 2019. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, That's
2: yeah, why I want him back, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Clark Laidlaw, the uh, the New Zealand sevens coach, is coaching for, I think it's his first gig in, as a to- head coach in the 15s game for a professional team anyway. So that'll be really interesting to see how he uh, brings that across. And I hope it just means they just try and play sevens all the time, um, <laughs> which would be phenomenal for so many of their players. <laughs> but, boys, getting into their team, I've got Xavier Nyumia, um, I've got Amua and Lomax as the props and hookers. Um, I've got Porti, Ricketti, stones O'Reilly, and Mathaleo as the reserve front row. I've got Tucker and Walker-Leawery as the locks, Um, With probably Caleb Delaney maybe covering there. They didn't have a huge amount of depth covering, but I think Delaney's probably the guy that would fit in. Then I've got Brad Shields at six, uh, Karifi at seven, and I reckon Braden Yose will get the first run at the eight jersey. Of course, I've got both Lackey and Flanders to fill in at eight and six or seven and six respectively as well. And I know Kargi's
1: just holding himself back. Kargi, what do you have to say? Come on, mate. It's the year of Peter Lackey, mate. He's in. He's in. He's, a, he's replacing Artie Sevilla like for like. Come on, mate. It's dropped it?
2: I hope you're right. But Brad, Braden Yose, mate, was the guy that we had the same raps on about four years earlier, and I thought he did look quite good last year, and I think he did establish himself as the the next in line through the back half of the season, but I guess we'll wait and see. The, the potential for Lackey is obviously giant. In the back line, TJ Perinara will be fit again, but Cam uh, Roygaard, he's the, he's the nine these days. I think TJ is going to be the uh, the man finishing off in the clutch moments maybe. Maybe they share their minutes a bit, which might hurt uh, Roygaard's fantasy points a little bit. He was very high. I think he was fifth or sixth or something last year all over, you know, in the whole competition. So sure, we're going to drop a bit. I had um, Cameron at 10. And then I had Jordy Barrett, Matt Proct, no, not uh, Billy Proctor, sorry, at twelve and thirteen at centers. centres. Um, I had Ray Morbi Morby at fullback, and then I reckon Balan Sullivan in the fourteen jersey. But that's probably one that you guys can argue. My reserves, I've mentioned Perinara and as the reserve half. I do pick reserve halves in my bench, Kagi. Um, mm. Or either Morgan or Love, I think one of those two will be in and around the team as well. And then uh, Peter Ramunga Jensen, I think, just for his versatility around centre and outside back, along with Sullivan's, probably the other guy pushing for those those uh the fourteen
0: slash twenty three jersey. I just throw a random name out there when you're talking about locks. Um, ben Grant earned his way in through playing the NPC Aussie boy, two hundred five centimeters. I don't know if you remember him from the Force went across to america but he's earned his way into the squad through the npc uh very big boy 205 centimeters so interesting to see if we see him get any time geez it'd
1: it'd be a rise to be honest but you know you never know i guess they haven't got a huge amount of depth in that position i think i think maybe justin Sangster will be that bench that bench lock caleb delaney they played a bit at six Sangster was very good yeah he, he was the other one i had i think he was excellent when he had time He's, he's more like a James Blackwell replacement, just your workhorse. But
2: um, I thought he was more
1: of a six and they played him at lock. That was, I mean, Delaney's similar, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, but the, the amazing one for me is uh, is two things here. One is, did you ever think you'd see a halfback that scores more tries than TJ Peronara? Um, <laughs> what is it about the Hurricanes and halfbacks? I don't know. But, uh, I reckon Cam- TJ is not leaving until he holds the try scoring record for the competition. Well, he's got a beat it- for We'd only have to go back a few years and listen to the podcast and we just say um, that, you know, if TJ wasn't playing nine, then he would be playing ten, or they just didn't need a ten because he played play Mate, nine didn't out. They, they chucked him on the wing, didn't they, for the All Blacks <laughs> yeah. a couple of World Cups ago as well. So, so maybe, maybe we've got it wrong here saying that Cameron or uh, you know Morgan or Love are going to play ten. Maybe it's just TJ is going to play ten. goes go, fine, if I'm not starting at, ni- at nine, I'm playing ten then. But...
2: How many tries, guys, does TJ Perinaro need to be the outright top try scorer ever yeah. in Super Rugby? That's the, the trivia question for today. It'd be two yes. or three, I think. Yeah, it so was not be outright, outright. To not to
0: I want to know how many to be an outright leader. No, maybe five? that was my guess. my guess was five. Could be less. He has fifty-eight tries. Do you know who's top? Uh
1: Lowe. someone on
0: or did he get taken over? Is it still for on like sixty or something? Yeah, it's Falau. Severe didn't take over. Falao
2: has sixty.
1: Yes, yeah, so, okay. So
2: Julian
0: still... Severe also has sixty. He drew oh, yeah. even
2: yeah. So three tries in the season and he goes top, which I think surely he's got
1: to be good for, unless yeah, Roy Guy just hogs all the minutes. Or, but, I mean, Julian Sevilla, of course, is going to score heaps of tries for Moana. So, I mean, no spoilers. That's about, true. So. That is very true. true. But oh, no, the, the, true. the the only other one I've got for you here is that, um, look, I love Balen Sullivan, but Keeney Naholo, right wing. Oh, I just couldn't put him as a first
2: start. I mean, I think he'll get some time, but I don't think he's done enough. Well,
1: I think he had some he's pretty 24. good games.
2: I think you just lulled into the last name, I think. No. I mean, definitely, but also no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, look, I don't have any big injuries yet for that side. I'm sure there's a couple. Um, you know, I talked about TJ. I th- think he's going to be back at the start of the season, I think. I think he's just kind of coming back to his best at the moment, but don't don't quote me there. I have to double-check that for the casualty ward. New hot shit. I mean, Peter Lackey, he was new hot shit last year. He didn't disappoint when he got a run at the start of the season. Still, Can't be hot shit. Yes, mate. He's still new hot shit. He's 20 years old. He's a wrecking ball. Um, and as we said, Artie has moved on, so it's going to be his battle with Braden Yose. it would be an absolute menace. Um, breakout season, you've got to suffer. Um, Amua, Dane Coles has moved on. He's going to have the two jerseys. He's going to play every minute. And I know Cargi was picking him when he was on the bench for fantasy footy. He only needed 30 minutes to be one of the top hookers in the game. So, mate, he's going to be outrageous if he's fit, which he should be. Um, And then, obviously, breakout season, the other one I mentioned, was Braden Yose, for all the reasons that we said. Now 25 he should be, this is his time, you know. This is, if he doesn't make a big season of this one, then Laka will go past him and we might not see much of him. Um, how do I think they're going to go, guys? Development, predicted rank. I just said, I don't think that their pack looks quite as intimidating as some of the other New Zealand sides and even some of the Aussie sides. You know, you look at the depth, the Rebels, the Brumbies, you know, there, there are a few sides there that I think the Hurricanes will struggle, which has always been, I guess, the, the weakness of the side. Um, I think for them to finish fifth like last year, they'd have to really get the most possible out of the devastating backs of Geordie Rayasi, Morby, Sullivan, and Peter Romangagense, maybe Kina Naholo Fakagi in there as well. So which they, they may well do as well, but I think it's going to be a tough, tough ask for them. Um I've got them finishing at fifth, um, behind the other four uh three Kiwi sides um and the Brums. But it's, it's definitely going to be tight. I think they're going to have a lot of competition from the likes of the Drua and then the next rank of the Aussie sides as well. I think it'll be pretty even.
1: Yep, I've got nothing to add to that. I think you've nailed it on the head. Yeah, I think that's pretty
0: fair. Um, we'll jump across into the final Kiwi side, uh, the Highlanders. So big big players out. Andrew Macaleo, the bowling ball, Josh Dixon, Shannon Frizzell, James Lenchez, Marino, Michele Tupu, uh aaron smith you might have heard of him mitch hunt Paia, plus other names um so in, in a lot out but you can also throw um thomas umanga jensen into that list as well because he's going to be injured for i don't know if it's the entirety of the season i think it could be the entirety of your season if not it's very close to it so um that's that's a big loss for them another player that you know has this is a huge ceiling um, the players in, Mitch Dunshay from the Crusaders, Tom Sanders from Japan, uh, Rhys Patchell, uh, a Welsh International. It's becoming a hot thing to come over to Super Rugby at the end of your career. Timothy Tavatavanawai If he is not a name you're, you're excited to see in your in's list, I don't know who is. Um, but still, I think it's outweighed by the people leaving. In terms of their starting 15, Dick Root, Ricky Jackson, and Ainsley that is my my front row um I am sure I'm not missing a, a hooker there they've, there's not a lot of depth there. they've got um Bell uh Leonard Brown and Muttle in the the reserve front row as well. there's a couple of injuries and question marks around their locks. we should be able to see these boys playing I'll touch on them you know at, at least before the, the the season starts but we've got Parry Parry and Tucker in the locks. Um, with Dunshay who is injured as well pretty much their whole uh second row is is injured I think at the moment um honestly but actually Dunshay, sorry they they did said ah, it's crazy yeah it's it's yeah, it's it's been insane and then on the uh back row that's where everyone wants to hear about anyway yeah, I've got Withy, Harmon and Renton um in their back row there's a few other guys in and around it I've, I've got uh Hicks on the bench for them. I, I might touch, um, if we don't see one of those locks come back in early, uh, is it Fabian Holland, the the um, Dutch lock? He's an exciting young prospect. I think we're we'll going to see a bit of him this year. Um, in the halves, Fakatava and Patchell. Can Fakatava make the nine jersey his own this year? Um, he's going to have uh, a escort of Hastie uh, trying to chase him for that jersey. So I think he, he's really got that jersey. Um, down, he's got a really good shot at taking that jersey uh, for himself. Then we've got this is where I've, I've got a, cra- a question mark. So we have got Patchell quite likely as a as a ten option for them. Um, not necessarily, you know, Kiwi standard to just throw someone in from from the other side of the world and, and to control their the game plan. But they've got Cam Miller and uh, Feliafanga as well as options there at fly half. So they're they're a bit skint, bit short on that that fly half position.
1: Also, um, also, what about Gilbert?
0: I was going to say also they've got Gilbert. So Gilbert could be filling a few different roles. He could play fullback. He could play inside centre. He could be fly half. But maybe maybe that is the answer mm-hmm. for you know a, a, a man for them at least off the bench to cover or as a, the reserve to cover that that jersey for them. Um, then at inside centre, it's either himself, Gilbert, or the one I want to see, Talia. So not Mark, Tenielu, Uh and then. Uh, Timu outside him as well, because obviously no Tonga Samoa Jensen. Uh, then in the back row, uh, this is pretty exciting. Nareki and Tavatava Tava Nawai on the wings—that is a scary, you know, wing combination. And either and Baship or again Gilbert filling that 15 jersey. Uh, on the on the bench, if it's, if is not in, he's my man to be in that 22 jersey. And then you've got either Low or Connaughton Baship in that 23. Nice.
2: But do you reckon so, who your pick for
0: ten So you're saying out of those guys? Uh, well, I, I I don't know. I think it's quite hard. Um, I, as I said I wouldn't be surprised if you see Gilbert get a bit of time there. But Patchell is a very experienced man. You know, he, he's quite likely. I think going to get a, a shot there. But it just feels very unkiwi to go. Let's get an old Welsh bloke throw him into that jersey. But um, yeah, I don't know. Do you see okay. someone else? Well, Cam Miller, mate, I thought he looked really
2: good on debut last year. Mm. I I hope he gets a lot more time. I think Sam Gilbert, they said he's been training a lot at 12. So he's obviously a a fullback wing option for him that they're trying to use him to add depth to the 12 jersey. So I think there's a point where you just can't add him in every single position. So I, I think it's probably between... Cam Miller and uh Patch or Reese and it will just be if they don't think that Miller's ready, then then uh Patchell will be there to help him develop for another year. But I hope that they give him the keys and uh Patchell's more
0: the finisher and the, the I th- goal. Yeah. I, I think either way, Patchell's there to help Miller develop. All right. Whether it's if if they're going all out and putting Miller as a starting um starting ten, they've got Patchell there to to sort of back him up, or if they're giving Patchell a start and, and slowly bringing Miller in and building his minutes.
1: Yeah, that's fair. How do, how do you think Josh is feeling, mate? He just really didn't like the cold, mate. If he just stayed a little bit longer. Instead of having to compete with everyone for that jersey, he would be his own now. But... Didn't he get chased out of town, mate? He, he did. did.
0: Throwing wild parties.
1: That's true. I forgot about those wild parties. That's right.
0: Speculation, that's... mate. Speculation. Um, but I'm pretty sure he chased out of town. Um, <laughs> and it's pretty hard to get chased chased out of the deep south. So you're doing something. wrong. Um, yeah, so in terms of injuries, I've already touched on it. Perry, Perry Chicken um he's slowly building back into his fitness after you know having a troublesome knee um he flared up at the back end of last year but he's back fully training with the squad in the the squad in the last couple of weeks um so we might get to see him in the the 2nd preseason game against the hurricanes you you haven't got any updates on that harry no i think the takeaway is hopefully he's playing all year long but he is going to be a
2: little undercooked, and he's a big unit
0: yeah, and then obviously we had, uh, we touched on Will Tucker being injured and, and Mitch Dunshay, who ruptured his ankle. Um, and, and hopefully we're going to see them back before too long. Yeah. Um, and Paul Thomas and Mark Jensen, one of my favourite players to to watch in, in New Zealand. Yeah, um, ACL repair mid September. So, I mean, that's mid June um, return. So, yeah, he, he's gone. I
1: just want to see the boy play far
0: out. I know. He is, so he is exciting. Who you got uh, for new hot shit now? So for for new hot shit, I've, I touched on briefly. Fabian Holland, twenty-one-year-old lock, two hundred four centimeters, one hundred eighteen kgs. He played fly half throughout his his younger years, and and I mean he's an impressive man. Uh, labeled that by Tony Brown, um, he his drive that took him from a little village near Amsterdam. Didn't, you know, get into smoking weed like a lot of people around Amsterdam and this decided he's going to strive for an all-blacks jersey instead. Um, and, and I think, you know, there's there's a lot to say that there's, there's a good chance he could he could well get it in the you know the next few years. Nikora Broughton is the other one um, I've got down there, 22-year-old, number eight, 188 centimetres, 103 kgs, son of an all-black, all, sorry, a Maori all-black, um, Norm, who, you know, the whole family is, is you know, All Blacks quality. Cousins, Gale, Flo, and then Jude also play All Black Sevens or Black Ferns. Um, He's played a little bit with New Zealand Barbarians and, sh- and showed that he's a very valuable player, I think, yeah, moving the forward one for them. You don't want to be in the
2: Highlanders' is back row, right? Coming yeah,
0: the that's line. it. That's it's the, the, that's one that's one the one biggest thing so holding him back. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they've lost a shit ton there. Brazil, yeah. yeah. has Miguel Tutu, but they still have, you know, Harmon, Hicks, Renton, Sanders, Withy. You know, a bunch of guys around that—that that, that, a different style to him, I guess. Yeah. Breakout seasons: Tanielu Telia, so twenty-five-year-old centre. I, I mean, you could say he had a breakout 25? season. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What the hell?
0: Yeah. Been he had out. a breakout season. That blows like, my mind. Honestly, I thought he was thirty at least. Yeah. yeah, no, he broke out pretty young for the Blues. Um, then he got stuck behind some massive talent. But he he is phenomenal. They played him a lot at wing when he had the chance for the for the blues. But you know, he's I think he's preferred positions inside center. Um the move from a uh, move across to the Highlanders and then Thomas Amonga Jensen getting injured. He he has a real crack at that twelve jersey. And I mean, I'd love to see him twelve throw Gilbert somewhere else. I'd throw Gilbert ten. I don't care. Get um Thomas get get um Talia at um at twelve for me. Um for as well, twenty-four year old. Only a year behind him, but he's been the long-term bridesmaid to Smith. Uh, this is his opportunity to prove that he's not a man to come off the bench and that he can start and direct the team uh, you know, across the 80 minutes or the, the bulk of it. Yep. Um for, for developments. Sorry, did you boys have anything to add?
1: Nope, just yeah. How do you think they're gonna go where they're
0: gonna rank? Um, uh, I've got them uh behind every Aussie side. And that's I'm deadly serious. I think number eleven uh out of twelve. Uh, leading Moana, um, which is which is a a tough thing for a Kiwi side uh, to be down there. They, I just don't think they have the depth in most positions, and you know, not nailed on in key positions as well, and and a, a quite a few questions. But been significant squad upheaval, Jamie Joseph is returning, which is good for them from from Japan. Um, trying to bring another Super Rugby championship to this side like he did in 2015, but I think it's going to be a bit much. Power Tava Tavanawai boys, yeah, this is the first you heard of for this year give it to Tava vanoy that is the entire game plan i want to see from the highlanders and i want to see Tava vanoy on my fantasy side crazy that Tava, Tava
2: Nawa is going to go from one terrible team where he was carrying them to another Man,
1: he's, he's going to go up. he's going to go up the table yeah but but he's he's um he's not going to be held back by levi amua as well yeah. now now it's just him so you know what i mean it's well, going to be
0: i think boy's Nick, he's just trying to move up the table next year he'll be at the force and hopefully he's he's at the rebels if they stay there um, yeah, and mate, know, move way the
2: way out. whole point of this is where they're going to rank. You said missing finals. Can you stop being such a wet blanket?
1: And just tell us what you think they're going to be.
0: Mate, I said 11th out of 12.
1: Perfect. And on that, okay. and talking to Tabatabanawa, let's, uh, and Moana Pacific, where he came from, let's move on to Moana Pacifica, the last team of the six teams in the New Zealand Conference and bringing us home. They had loads of players out. I think they almost had like 30 players out. But we've covered the big, the huge ones, Levi Amua and Timothy Tabadabanawhi. Otherwise, Lindenmuth, Ray Newer, Lincoln McClutchy, Lutaru Tolai. I'm not going to go through and name all the players, but lots of senior heads and lots of players out. Uh, Players in, James Lay from the Blues. We talked about him. Uh, They've got Sione Havili's come across from the Crusaders. will be good. Julian Sevilla, Sana, Butterfilo from the Crusaders, Lamilo Lamilo from the... Chiefs, um, yeah, they've got a good few players in as well. Uh, but I'm not sure. I mean, the bus obviously is great, but I don't know if he's gonna replace both Almore and uh Starting 15 for this one, Abraham Polaire, uh, Sam Molly is hooker and Sukobi Kepu in your front row. Uh, Polly had been really, really good. And there's a few um, of the loose heads ahead of him have kind of moved on. So I'm expecting bigger game time for him this year. So he should be really good. He loves to score tries. Uh, In the locks, um, some pretty experienced locks I've got starting probably. They've got some youngsters in the squad, but I'm going to go with Sam Slade and Tom Savage, the uh, Englishman who's come across from Japan. Um, He's he's certainly an old and very seasoned head now, but... um, I suspect that they'll start with start with both of them and um, inject some of the young youngsters from the bench. Uh, in the back row, I've got Miracle Fire Alangi. What a season he had last year. He was probably one of the standouts um that from the team. And he's listed as a lock, so he was fantasy gold last year. Not sure whether you'll get away with that again this year. Um otherwise I've got Sione Havili Talitui um from the, who's just come across from Crusaders starting with seven jersey and Solomone Funaki starting at eight. Now look, they have still have lots of fantastic back rowers, so um, who knows what where you'll see. Uh, and lots of those back rowers seem to be able to play six, seven, and eight. So, but that's what I've gone with. Uh, and I'll, I guess, I'll ask Harry and Nelson for their thoughts in a second. Um, in terms of the bench for the forwards, I've put, got Summer Malolo, who's a youngster, um, has come back from Major League Rugby, was formerly at the Rebels, was the under twenties. Uh, I've got him to back up Sam um, Molly. the Districts and- as well, mate.
2: Don't forget about that.
1: Oh, here we go. You guys wouldn't let me get away without mentioning Southern Districts. Very good. Um, I really like Sam Malolo. I loved him at the Rebels. I wanted him to see more game time. How good songs. was he at the World Cup? Yeah, no, exactly. So I'm hoping to see more of him, more of that from the Waikato Pacifica. Should be good. Um, James Thank Lay you. and uh, Donald Brighouse. Uh, I forget where Brighouse has come from, but um, he's also a very seasoned um, prop. Uh, so I expect to see them supporting from the bench who knows james lay could be starting all season over over abram Polev, but um this is how i see it going uh from the the backup locks villiami napa uh offer uh, tau tau tavalu um apologies if i butcher those those are two youngsters very exciting locks um and as i said i kind of think we'll see more of the season heads and see them ejected more and more throughout the season uh, I've got – I had Alamane Mutunga on the bench. Um, he kind of swapped a lot with uh, – he was an X 7s player, really good seven over the ball, and he swapped a lot with Soleimani Fun- Funaki last year. Um, so I expect to see more of that again this year. Into – well, before I go into the backs, did you guys have anything different with how you saw the forwards shaping up?
2: Oh, really. I think that's it's, – um... Look, it's, I think they're yeah, pretty accurate for all of it. I'm just looking. Savage is uh, 170 caps for Gloucester. Like, that's that's a lot of experience. He's, I think it's a very good pick.
1: How many caps did he have in Japan then as well? 170 caps for Gloucester. He was there since 2019, so it'll be a lot. I, I didn't yeah. actually look to be honest, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's a journeyman. <laughs> yeah, we can use that word appropriately this time, not. Nice. Um, so anyway, he'll, he'll definitely have a lot to to valuable experience to give minor, which would be great. Um, all right, well then, let's move on to the backs then. The backs, uh, I've got Ere Inari starting at halfback um, with Christian Liliafano paired in at 10 there. The centres, I was having a very difficult time, uh, particularly since they have a lot of backs that can play on the wings or centres. And if you look at the trial team from the the, the trial weekend that has just been, they had four different sides for each quarter and they literally swapped the centres and outside backs for every single quarter. So Julian Sevilla... Fine Nisi, everyone was playing centres uh, or on the outside back. So kind of really hard to know how they're going to go with it. And for me, that's going to be a real sticking point of like their season. I think that they need some consistency and locking down, you know, time in the saddle, a um, bit of cohesion, if you will. But I've gone with anyway, Henry Tyfu and, uh, and then Danny Tawala or Fine Nisi in the 13 jersey. I've just gone with that Henry Tyfu's, Played a lot of 12 for both Manu Samoa and also um, in at Moana Pacifica. Uh, and then I've gone, uh, of course, I've put my boy Julian Sevilla back in his the bus in his 11 jersey. Um, <laughs> will that be the case? Or 14, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Neria Fomayi has been fantastic on the wing for Moana. Um, and William Havili, I've got there at back at fullback. Uh, Danny Tuala's played a little bit of fullback, but otherwise I can't see anyone else playing there for the bench. Danny Tuala's in the side, mate. Yeah, do you think Tawala's starting the side somewhere?
0: He, he's in he, he the side. Like, he was, won them a lot of moments throughout last year. I can't say won them a lot of games. Won reckon, a lot of moments.
2: I reckon he's 12 or 15. It depends on what they yeah. want to do with Will Havili. Havili's obviously been groomed as a long-term 10, plays internationally at 10 as well, depending on the balance between Leila Fano's time um, and, and how he's playing. He was obviously very good last year as well, but they may well start to make that transition to Havili at 10 with Danny Tawala at fullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they keep heavily at 15, I reckon Twala will play 12 and Taifu will get uh, get benched.
1: I like it. Yeah, I love David Twala. I think he's really good. Um, speaking of the bench, uh, I've got T- Tomatini, uh, your bench halfback. I've got D'Angelo, D'Angelo Le, Le, Leula, uh, who's like a 10 centre coverage, also plays on the wing, uh, just kind of covers that, I think. And then Sana Patafilo, um, but really, you know, Finanisi, they've got a whole plethora of talent. So it's really hard to know with the outside backs, and the back row for me. Um, and we'll just have to see how that rolls out. New hot shit. Look, there's some new young locks, but I've gone with um, Summer Malolo. Uh, we were talking about him again, Southern Districts boy, uh, Aussie under 20s, everything uh, playing for Samoa, back from MLR. I just think they've had the seasoned heads of uh, Luteru Tolai, and Ray newer move on. And so now it's it falls upon Sam Molly to be backed up by Summer Malolo. So I think we'll see... Uh, Molly starting predominantly, but Malolo injecting a lot off the bench um, and, you know, sharing some some of the load. So I think that'll be really, really good. So I think he's both, as far as I'm concerned, the new hot shit and going to have a breakout season. Um, good habit at this, mate. This is lazy. Very lazy.
0: <laughs> it's lazy, mate. But you can include three names <laughs> between the two <laughs> and two of them is the same guy. In the same look, position.
1: Look, it's <laughs> we're, we're getting to the end of the pod, boys. Uh, yeah. And that's... The only, the
2: only one I had different there was I reckon Tamatini is going to get picked above Anari. I think he was their
1: first choice okay. last year. Yep. Yep. Nice. And what about what about you? Else, did you guys have anyone else you thought any for the new hot shit or breakout season category for Moana? Um, probably not. I I, I think you've I, there's there's a lot of names in
0: there, and there's there's an opportunity for someone to kind of have a breakout year. Um, I missed one.
1: You know? I've, I've missed one. Sorry. All right, how can you not put James Lane in the starting side as the team? Yeah, yeah, I thought I well, I thought I'd snuck through that when I when I had him on the on the uh, on the bench. But fair um, to say, hard. that's wrong. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know. For Mike, just I, I was just that impressed by Abraham Poley. Do you remember? Like he's just oh man, I love guys, him. He's yeah, so but, good. Polo's mad, but he, but he won't is, start. No, it is. It does <laughs> feel insane <laughs> to have the the Samoan international who's played heaps of games. Uh, yeah, yeah I would say that's more likely. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. Um, look, I think that's the exciting thing about Moana, right? Is there is a whole bunch of new players um, and we'll get to see how it gels together. Speaking of kind of the development from last year, sad to see they lost some real firepower with Tabataba and Amua, who were, you know, just the biggest game breakers in the season. Um, I think they just need to, yeah, basically have some consistency, pick a team, stick with it. Uh, and I don't yeah. know, get a bit of luck going their way. So, I, I mean, I still see them coming bottom of the not only the New Zealand conference but the Super Rugby uh, 2024 conference. I think you guys will back me up on that. Yeah, yeah,
0: no. yeah. Um, yeah, the one other interesting thing for them is Hannah Umanga as the coach. It'll be interesting to see, you yeah. know, how he he, you know, hopefully he brings some. Not that Aaron Major, you know, isn't isn't a. A good coach But hopefully he brings Just some consistency And selection I think that's very important For them yep. They're not going to get Significant change overnight They need to start Picking and
1: sticking Or also just gets out there And plays for the boys You know what I mean I wouldn't mind seeing Tana That back too Get him out there <laughs> oh, I Don't hate it No How good Alright Let's 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 get through Some final dessert
2: what's gonna do with that Deserto Do what Do I need that?
1: round off out this pod. Harry's getting some, um, I think his, uh, it's his turn to look after the baby. He's getting the wife about to knock the door down, so um, we'll do our best for you, Harry. Uh, let's finish off our New Zealand preview and our preview of the two teams by um, quickly going through some predictions uh, for the 2024 season. Uh, smoke- should we start with Smokies? We've yep. done the table, I guess, but let's start with Smokies.
2: Yeah, look, my uh, my my main Smokie is Taha Kamada. Who I think is just the obvious one. Crusaders 10 should get, I think, most of the game time. Uh, Very exciting young player. Uh, You wouldn't let me do Zan Sullivan um, because apparently he's not a smoky. And the other proper smoky I have is Corey Evans. I think if he does get a chance over Plummer, he could be anything as well. Yep. I'll write
1: those.
0: Um, Harry said I couldn't use Tanielu Telea, but he also thought he was 30. (laughs) Um, So I I
1: think he's a. He went with a 27
0: year old. 25, and he hasn't really played for the last three years or four years. So no, saying, right, right, right. Let's, not, let's, not,
1: let's not relive this argument oh, yeah, again. Yeah, okay. Okay. Come on. So
0: then the other one, Kagi said, this is more fair. And that's Harry Potter, who was in an English squad. But uh, for me, it's, it's <laughs> Tanielu telea. If, if I can't include him, zero zero Super Rugby. <laughs> Caps at least in recent on, years. Mate. Stop
1: complaining. These guys just can't name one player. You, Harry's got three even down here, Nelson know, two. I'm just surprised. going again. It's easy for Kaki because he just wrote the name down I gave him. I'm going with Peter Lackey. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going with Peter Lackey. Yes, I said it last year. The same applies this year. He's an absolute smokey. He, Artie's gone, mate. He could be second at the top of the fantasy table at the end of this season. Basically evening. a kiss of
0: death. Uh, yeah. What about Gleeson, <laughs> mate? Throw an Aussie in there.
1: All right, no more new names for you. Thanks, out of you, Nelson. Um, all right, <laughs> top top fantasy players from the New Zealand conference slash the whole of Super Rugby Pacific. We do know that that's what that means. Harry, you've taken you 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 don't like to go for the low hanging fruit, do you? So you like um no okay, who you got, Harry?
2: Well, I, I think I went the probably
1: the um the
2: least low hanging fruit here. I went for Damien oh, no. McKenzie, mate. He was way down the list last year. Man, he's it? won four years, seventeenth or something like that. It's his year, mate. It's the Eurodemic twenty twenty four.
0: All right, I, I agree. It's the year of DMAC. Look, I've I've dropped the apostrophe from Talia, but I've got Talia. Mark Talia. He's going to be the the you know spiders all over him. bloke That's going to be a top fantasy player.
1: Very insightful. Fantastic. And I, of course, have gone with Timothy, David Nawai because, as I said, he now is in a team <laughs> where he has to carry the entire team himself. He doesn't have to split that with Levi Amua. It's all on his shoulders. So I, I thought I that was Tanielu uh
2: Taniela
1: Tupo. Yeah. Don't ah, sorry boys, but um it's uh t- I mean look, it, obviously second will be Taniela Tupo <laughs> straight after Tapatabanawa, but um there you go. So um excellent. All right, and then I guess we should just go through we we have gone through it over the last two pods, but how we see the full um table I don't, I guess coming together. So Harry, do you want to take us through top to bottom? <laughs> this is the draft rugby show's table prediction in twenty twenty four.
2: Do we, we roughly agree with me, right? I think you got some differences here, but I went top four Chiefs, Blues, Crusaders, Brumbies. Fifth to eighth is going to be Hurricanes, Ndrua, Rebels, and the Tatars. And then the bottom four, Reds, Force, Highlanders, Moana. Any else? big differences there, boys?
1: I mean um, out, I look I had the I just swapped the blues and the Crusaders. I still had them having a mighty fall from first to second instead of first to third.
0: I had a mighty fall four to fourth. I had Chiefs, Blues, Brumbies, Crusaders. But in hindsight, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up, boys. It's gonna be
1: exciting here. Chiefs, Brumbies. Crusaders, Blues. Love it. I feel like you did that just to be different. Um and look, we're all stoked that we've got the Tars coming in at eight there, so we get some finals for the Tars. So how good? I got, um, uh, got them sixth, boys. Staying the same. Okay, how good. Well, excellent. That uh, concludes our episode two and the the New Zealand conference preview. Uh, we're not sure when we'll get back to the next episode. We'll see if we can do any more uh, episodes pre- after our draft and before the season kicks off. But otherwise, we will catch you again in the next episode of the Draft Rugby Show. And until then, stay classy. Ciao.